we don't grow alone. We flourish when we do life together. To flourish means to grow or develop in a healthy way, especially as a result of a particularly favorable environment. Join me for conversations about growth and change as we talk about what it means to flourish and create the community you crave. You're listening to the Flourish Together podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Worley. This is episode 61. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Flourish Together podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Worley. It has been a long time since a new episode of this podcast has dropped into your feed for you guys to listen to, but I am excited to be back. I'm excited to be back with just a renewed purpose and a fresh vision. It's been a long time and I feel like the time is right. The season that I'm in in my life right now is a good time to relaunch the podcast and share with you guys some new episodes. And so I'm excited to be back with you guys. This is a really special episode for me. This is the eve of my 40th birthday. By the time that you listen to this episode, it will actually be my birthday, um, but I'm recording this on the eve of my 40th birthday. And so I thought it would be fun to do a special birthday episode for you guys. Birthdays are always really special in our house, special for me, um, myself. I am particularly reflective when it comes to my birthday and turning a year older. I'm like this every single year when my birthday rolls around, I get really reflective and um, think back on what the year has been like and what it's been about and then kind of what all of my life has been about and reevaluating goals and purpose and vision. And so this year is definitely no different. Um, and like I said, it's a lot um, of a, it's a really big, special kind of milestone birthday to celebrate 40. So I thought it would be fun, like I said, to do um, a really special birthday episode And so today's episode, episode 61, is 40 lessons in 40 years. And I wanted to kind of share with you guys some really simple lessons. Some of these are really simple. A lot of them are really simple. Some of them are more deep than others. Um, But I thought it would be fun as I am just a naturally reflective person. I thought it would be fun to kind of go through these um, and share them with you and kind of talk about what I've learned Um, over this last um, 40 years of my life. So I promise this episode won't be terribly long, but I thought um, some of these were really worth sharing and worth talking about. A lot of these are themes that we have talked about um, on the podcast before. So there's not a lot to elaborate on. um, And these are in no particular order. Um, I'm just going to go through the list that I have here and kind of talk through each one of these. Okay. So number one, celebrate the everyday. Celebrate the everyday has been kind of a theme for my life for the last several years. It's the theme of my blog. If you guys have been to my website and the basic idea behind this was years ago, I really felt challenged to celebrate everyday moments. And I think that it's really important and profound to celebrate those everyday moments. Number two, create the community you crave. This has also been a topic that we've talked about on the podcast before. 
just being the type of friend that you want to have, creating the community that you want to have around you and being that community for others. Um, Number three, lead with kindness, love, and understanding. I feel like those three words are so self-explanatory, but at the same time, I feel like a lot of people don't lead with kindness. They don't lead with love and they don't lead with understanding. And I just think that what I have learned is how better uh, my day is when I do those three things and how much better our world would be if we had more people that led with kindness towards others and with love toward others, even, even in your own household. And if we led with a lot more understanding with one another. Number four, be willing to try. Years and years ago, I had this kind of theme for the year. There was a lot of stuff that I wanted to do and accomplish. And I just remember telling myself, like, be willing to try and go for no. Like the worst that could happen was somebody could say no to my idea or no to the thing that I was asking. But if I was willing to try, that meant more than anything in pushing myself toward goals. Number five, don't be afraid to fail. This is huge. I am naturally a person who for a long time had a really big fear of failure, so big that it was paralyzing in different seasons of my life. And I have learned that it is okay to fail. I have failed many times, both literally and figuratively, um, on different endeavors that I've tried, um, classes. I failed a class once in college. So I have literally failed and being willing to fail has taught me some really big lessons in my life. Number six, travel as often as you can. I think it's so fun to travel um, and so important to have those experiences. And so as often as you can um, travel, my husband and I, over the years, we have opted to take a trip rather than buy each other gifts for various holidays or birthdays or anniversaries. And um, I think traveling just gives you a new experience and it teaches you a lot about yourself and the world. Number seven, go first in friendships and put yourself out there. This kind of ties back into number two with creating community. Um, We've talked about this before on the podcast too, this all go first mentality with people, not waiting for others to come to us. And of course there's balance and boundaries and all of these things, but I just continually have this idea that if we all had a go first mentality in friendships, we wouldn't feel as lonely as we do. Friendships wouldn't be as hard. So go first and put yourself out there. Number eight, make your marriage the priority over your kids. I can remember when my kids were super small, um, it was definitely the reverse, but something that I have learned all these years of marriage is that we have to make our marriage a priority over our kids because our kids are going to leave one day and go to college and 
build lives of their own. And we are going to need to have a solid marriage and a solid foundation um, when that next season of life comes. Number nine, go to therapy. I am a huge proponent of therapy. I think that you should go often, um, not just when it's necessary. And I think a really great therapist can really add a lot to your life. I have definitely gone through therapy in different seasons. My husband and I have been in marriage counseling in different seasons, and it has always been beneficial. And we've never not once regretted doing so. Number 10, pray often and have a prayer life. This is one of those spiritual disciplines as believers that we are called to cultivate a prayer life. And I see the biggest difference in my days when I am spending time praying and building that relationship and practicing that spiritual discipline. Number 11, tell the people you care about that you care about them and tell them often. I am always reminded that people do not know how we feel unless we tell them. People do not know that we love them or that we care about them unless we tell them. And oftentimes when I have gone out of my comfort zone and made sure that that person in my life, whether it's a friend or a family member or my husband, something in them speaking words to them about how you feel about, about them does something for them as well. And for your heart, number 12, spend time with your grandparents. I was really lucky enough to have really great grandparents in my life. Um, all of my grandparents have now passed on and they are with Jesus and I just feel so fortunate and so blessed to have spent, um, the amount of time that I got to have with them. And so I would say to anyone, if you have grandparents that are still living to spend as much time as you can with them. And if you don't live close, call them as often as you can listen to their stories, let them talk, um, treasure those moments. Um, because I would, you know, give anything to have one more day with my grandparents and just listen to their stories and their wisdom and have a hug. And, um, so spend time with them. Number 13, take the girls trip. I was just talking about this with a group of ladies, um, a week ago, and a lot of them had never been on a girl's trip. And we were talking about going on a girl's trip and take the trip plan the trip and take it. Um, you will feel so refreshed and renewed, um, with that time away with, with good girlfriends. You'll never regret it. Number 14, a handwritten note is always appreciated. There's something about handwritten notes, um, of appreciation or just an, I love you or a thank you note. Um, that's just really special. And I think it's, really not seen a lot in our society these days. And so I think that when you can write a handwritten note for whatever occasion that it's so appreciated. 15, drink lots of water and take walks. These are two things that I have really done for myself from a health standpoint, um, especially with 
mental health and physical health, it's, it's really helped me a lot. And I can see the difference in my days uh, when I take care of myself in this way. 16, be willing to pivot and lean into plan B. I have really looked at, when I look at my life so far, there's been a lot of moments where I have had to pivot. And this was a lesson that I learned really late in my twenties, if I'm being honest and did not deal with change very well and things not going my way. And just learning that lesson of being able to pivot and lean into plan B has really benefited me a lot. And so now when things change as they inevitably do, or when things don't go according to plan, big or small, I really have learned this lesson well, and I'm able to pivot and adapt really easily. Number 17, find something that you love to do that doesn't make you any money. I love to do a lot of things, and a lot of those things have turned into second streams of income and then become work. And so I really had to challenge myself to find some things that I enjoy that I don't consider work. So I would encourage you to do the same. 18, know the word of God. This sounds so simple. And if you're a believer, you have no doubt heard this over and over again, but it makes such a difference when you know the word of God and when you can go to scripture and know what God's word says about whatever, um, knowing God's word and being in his word makes such a difference in your life. Number 19, Say you're sorry first, whether that's with your spouse, your friends, or a family member. If you are in the wrong, say you're sorry. Don't wait for them to come to you. Say you're sorry first. Number 20, say no often and set boundaries. This is something that I really learned to do really, really early in my 20s, and I'm so glad that I did. I'm so glad that I figured out what my boundaries and my limits were with people and work and different areas of my life and became okay with saying no. I'm constantly telling my kids that you can say yes to a lot of things, but you can't say yes to everything because nobody can do everything. And so you really have to learn what those boundaries are for you and be okay with saying no. Number 21, When you forgive, move forward and truly mean it. Number 22, God can redeem anything if laid before him and surrendered to him. I think this is a really important lesson that I've learned in my life that God really can redeem anything. Any of my mess that I thought was too big, too far gone, when surrendered to the Lord, God can redeem. He can restore And I have seen that time and time again and again in my life. And it has been so changing to my soul to know that I, um, I have a savior that can redeem anything. Number 23, wash your face and take care of your skin. I will admit that I have not always been the greatest at, at this, but As I get older, I think it's important to take care of yourself. Number 24, support others and cheer each other on. I think that this is 
so important to um, cheer each other on, support each other, whether whether we're talking about women supporting women or just people supporting people, being supportive of one another, cheering each other on. Maybe you have a friend who started a new business or wants to start a new business or is going back to school or, you know, um, a friend who's a mom who's just really in the thick of it um, and could use some encouragement. I think that if we all kind of got out of our comfort zones and just genuinely cheer each other on that, competition starts to dissipate the the need for approval from one another just kind of goes away when we genuinely cheer each other on and want to support each other number 25 love people well and be intentional this is a practice that i have tried to put into place in my life over and over and over again and it's something that i really um, pride myself on in my relationships with others is the intentionality and the way that I love others. And I'm constantly, um, challenging myself to look at how I can be intentional with others and love people. Number 26, go on dates with your kids. This is something that I started when my kids were really, really small and it is something that I continue to do sporadically. We don't do it every single week. It's not like that, but I make an intentional, um, priority to take my kids out on special dates, whether that's one of them goes to the grocery store with me, or we go to Starbucks together. Um, just spending that one-on-one time, um, with my kids. And this is also something that I, you know, take into the evening and spend some really one-on-one time with them, um, before they go to bed. Number 27, create a family mission statement. We have talked about that on the podcast before as well. So you can go back and listen to that episode, but creating that family mission statement for us as a family has been really um, life-giving to make that statement. It hangs in our home um, so we can see it and everybody else can see it. And it just helps us keep our focus on what the important things are for our family. Number 28, stop and listen to others who are different from you. I think that if we really take the time to stop and listen to others and hear their experiences and the things that they've gone through, it makes such a difference in how we perceive people and how we see the world. Number 29, humble yourself and listen. Number 30, obedience is always worth it. That is something that my grandmother taught me many, many years ago. And there's this quote that says, delayed obedience is disobedience. And I think that the two of those go hand in hand. Number 31, leave room for white space and margin. And I think this kind of circles back to the conversation about saying no and boundaries. And I think it's really important for us to all kind of look and evaluate where is the white space? Where's the margin in our days? Where can we be creating margin um, so that we're not so overwhelmed with things? Number 32, figure out what works for you and your family and lean into that. I think that's pretty self-explanatory but I often think that there's a lot of reasons why people don't lean into what works for their families, whether that's they're afraid of being like judged or they just don't know. 
um, or people pleasing, but I am telling you one thing that I have learned is that when we do what works for us and not worry about what's going on around us and just run our race, our lives are so much better. That leads me into number 33. You are not in competition with anyone. Let me repeat that. You are not in competition with anyone. Not the other women around you, not the other moms around you, not the other families around you. You are in competition with no one. Number 34. Understand that sometimes there are some things in life that are only there for a season. I think that this has been also a really important kind of deep lesson um, that I've learned. Sometimes friendships are only for a season. Sometimes a job is only for a season. And when you have this mentality of some things are just only for a season, it helps you to kind of process and digest when that season comes to an end. Number 35, take care of yourself, go to the doctor, make all the appointments, take care of yourself. Don't delay those things medically that you should be doing on a regular basis. Take care of yourself. Number 36, wherever you are, be all there. That's a Jim Elliott quote. And the basic idea behind that is be present. If you're at the park with your kids, be there. If you are on a date with your husband um, or your wife, like be, be there, uh, be where you are and be intentional and present. Number 37, take a meal to someone in need. Don't overthink it. I think we've all had those moments where either we have been in need and somebody asks us, what can we do? And you just kind of freeze because you don't know what you need. Um, but I think hospitality and making food for people is something that is so simple yet so profound and such a beautiful way to extend care and love and show somebody that you are thinking about them in a practical way and want to help. And I think a lot of times we overthink it and we make it complicated and we wait for people to tell us what we need instead of just doing. Number 38. In Christ, you are enough. Number 39, you can't do it all. In number 40, there's no such thing as balance. We've talked about both of those things before on the podcast, and you guys know how I feel about balance that doesn't exist. And so one of the things that I've learned is that you can't do everything. You have to say no to a lot of things so you can say yes to other things and you can't do it all. And there's no such thing as balance. Things will never always be even and balanced in your life. And so it has been so helpful and beneficial to learn that lesson in my life as different things come up. So there you have it. 40 lessons in 40 years. As I mentioned, some were more deep than others and in no particular order, but it has been so humbling and so cathartic in a way to look back and think about 40 lessons, 40 things I've learned um, that I take with me every single day 
and really put into practice into my life and have put into practice into my life. And so I hope that if you're listening to this, that you felt encouraged, um, that something, you know, resonated with you and spoke to you. And if it did, I would love to hear about it. Um, so you guys can jump on over to social media or you can like send an email, um, tag me if you're listening to this episode, uh, and share it with a friend. Um, So I appreciate you guys taking 20, 30 minutes out of your day to listen to another episode. This has been one of the most fun things that I have done in my life. And like I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm excited to be back with you guys and bringing you some fresh episodes with some new interviews and just new topics to talk about and um, continue the journey that we've started here at the Flourish Together podcast. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Flourish Together podcast. If this podcast has impacted you, I'd love it if you'd leave us a rating and review. Jump on over to whatever listening platform you're enjoying the podcast on and leave us a review and a rating. It really helps spread the mission of the podcast and helps other people hear about the show. You can find the show notes to this episode, freebies, and more on my website at andreamworley.com and find me on Instagram at andreamworley so we can connect. <laughs>